This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. Interesting, Shiloh came up this week. I had a chasana in Baltimore in the beginning of the week. So we went to Baltimore for the day and we returned much later that evening. So it reminded me of a Mishnah that perhaps many people are not aware of. It's an interesting Mishnah It's tucked away in Hilchas Tefillah and Simon Kuf Yud. Now Hilchas Tefillah, Simon Kuf Yud is the Simon Shulchan that talks about Tefillah Saderach. But it's which, with which needs its own conversation, the rules and regulation of Tefillah Saderach, how to say it, when to say it, uh, what to do with that, but uh, not for now. But in the middle of that, Mishnah throws in two interesting halachas. And he writes in Simon Kuf Yud, Siv Chav, writes to Mishnah the following two comments. He writes, The Yizor Kol Odom Shiyeloi Pas. A person travels, you should know, he should always carry bread with him. Even if he's not traveling too far. And you can get bread. Because things happen on the road. And if you should always have food with you when you travel on the road. So what do you do with this Allah today? Today you can get food anywhere. Uber Eats, you can get food like this. So would you still apply this Allah today? It's hard to know. The pastor of the Mishnah and I saw Achreina point this out, that he says pas, it doesn't mean pas. Back then, the most filling food they had was pas. Today, it could be snacks, it could be chips, it could be cookies, it could be cakes, whatever's going to fill you up. But clearly, the Mishnah was worried that when a person travels, even if he's not going out of town, but things happen on the road. So the Shailah was, what about Bismanazeh? So they asked of Chaim Kanevsky in his Sefer Das Noite, and he didn't think that this halacha is as strong Bismanazeh. Now, I would add, I don't know if he probably was not familiar with Uber Eats, which is a great concept that really was came out clearer after co- or during COVID. I had a shallow someone called me. He got stuck on a flight. His flight got canceled. He lives in Brooklyn. He ended up being put up in a hotel in Newark by Newark Airport. So we were handling where he's going to get food from. He told me, no problem. Uber Eats, I can get food from anywhere. It's an amazing thing we have today. It creates other shallows. Let's say, for example, you want to drive for Uber Eats. Someone asked me this shallow, much more complicated shallow. Let's say you want to drive for Uber Eats. So who are you going to deliver to? Everyone and anyone. You might be delivering not kosher food to a Jewish person. So can a from Jew drive for Uber Eats? Okay, maybe one day we'll have that conversation. So the question is, because we have all this food at our fingertips, would we still say this halacha applies? Now the truth is, it's very possible a person gets stuck on the road with a flat tire and Taka have no food. It's not crazy. Things have happened, crazy stories have happened with that snow pile up. You read every single time you have these crazy stories with snow. People are stranded in their car. There's a backup on the highway. So it could be that even with Uber Eats and all the adventures that we have today, it's very possible that even today you should still probably carry food with you. I saw some Akhwarim say, maybe today it's not food, but you got to carry money with you. I mean, you shouldn't go on a trip without money. Right? What was the line? Never leave home without us. Right? Never leave home without money. Because again, maybe you can get food, but if you don't have money, you can't get food. So you should always carry money with you, and you should always have food with you. So writes the Mishnah But then the Mishnah brings down another fascinating halacha. He writes, note the change in Lashon. Till he said, Yizor, you should be careful. And then he writes, the Nachon the Chol It's proper for any God-fearing Jew. When he goes on a trip, Sheyikach imay hatalos utfilin shaloi. Take your talus and fill them with you. Why? Even if you're traveling relatively close. It's a one-day trip. You're going to New Jersey, you're going to Connecticut, you're going, I don't know, Muncie, whatever. One-day trip. Says the Mishnah why? Maybe something's going to happen. And you won't be able to do the mitzvah too. Says the Mishnah 
and the sins of our generations, there are a lot of people who travel without their tefillin. They figure a new worst case scenario, I'll borrow tefillin from somebody. He says, they're making a big mistake. Yeah, they'll lend you the tefillin after they finish using it, but it might be too late by the time you get to it. You'll lose man That's one problem. When you borrow it from someone else, you don't have the freedom to choose the right pair. You can take whatever they give you. So let's say the guy has a bigger head or a smaller head, so you're not going to put the cash in the right place. You also may not be Yitzhak. So Mr. Buru writes that it's Kedai, when you go on a trip, you should take along your talus and your tefillin with you. So I went to Baltimore. Baltimore is definitely a gazunta trip. So should I have taken my talus and tefillin with me on the trip or not? So you read this Mishnabu, you say to yourself, but come on, we live in a world today where again, you send an Uber, they'll drop off your tefillin for you, and you'll have tefillin, uh, no problem. Or maybe not, it's not, still not so partial. You get stuck on a road, you get stuck in some fun, you know, far-flung community, you might not have thousands of tefillin. So the truth is, the, uh, the Betzel HaChochma, we mentioned him, but Betzel was turned, the brother, the Debit Sina Rav, he has another sefer, not called Betzel HaChochma, we quote from the Maral, I'm already Gavar from the Maral. The, Mar- the Maral writes that when a person travels, that the, there are certain bad, you know, malachim that go along with him. And the only way to combat those two malachim is with two specific mitzvahs. The mitzvah of tzitzis and the mitzvah of tefillin. So writes the Maram. So therefore, says Rebbe Tzalel, that's why you always have to take a tefillin with you. Because of these evil malachim that are on the side, when you travel, they're trying to hurt you. So you have to always have tzitzis on you. We always walk without tzitzis. And you have to have the tefillin with you to protect you, to be shaming you from these evil mazikim. Okay, if, you, if that feels, makes more sense to you, run with that reason. So the Shaila is worried about Bismanazes. So if you look in the Sefer Orchas Rabbeinu, written by the Rabbi Horowitz, quoting Minhagi from the Stipler, he writes that the Stipler was Taka Makhbid, that when he would go on a day trip, he would Taka take his talus and with him. And that was the practice of his brother in law, the Chazinish. When they would go on day trips, they write, when they used to leave B'nai Brak to go to the Kaisal, they would take the talus and with them. They would Taka Makhbid for this halacha. They didn't want to take any chances. So Reb Chaim Kanevsky writes that he thinks he's also Makhbid, he says he was also Makhbid, but he thinks Bismarck is there, it's not as strict as it was in the times of the Mishnah Brewer. Again, times of the Mishnah Brewer, we're talking about the 20th century, travel is not like it is today, accessibility, again, I would add, there's not that much tefillin floating around like there was back then. Today, people have many pairs of tefillin. There's a lot of more tefillin in the world. There's more Jews in the world. There's more tefillin in the world. So it's a lot easier to borrow tefillin that might even fit your head size. So many Achreinim think that this halacha is no longer relevant. However, Reb Chaim Kanevsky says that he tried, he tried to do it. And that was the practice of his father and the same practice of his uncle as well. What is interesting, <coughs> in the footnote in the Sefer Das Noit, they tumble a little bit, why do you have to bring your talus with you? I understand you have to bring your tefillin. We have a mitzvah day, rice to put on tefillin every single day. The talus goggle, you don't really need to put on your talus goggle. And Reb Chaim Kanevsky writes, if you have your talus cotton on you, you don't even need a talus goggle. So why do we put a talus gadol on? He writes, cover that tzibur, cover that tefillah. So he points out, if you have to pick one of the two things, so today we have it all in one big bag. You grab your talus and tefillin bag and you're good to go. But he points out, he thinks the talus is not the end of the world. The tefillin is the more important of the two equations because you need to have the tefillin at all times. Even So he's bothered, why does Mr. Buru focus on the talus? It's really the tefillin. So I would say the answer is very simple because it's all in one big bag. You take the bag and you go. So someone asked him, I can ask you a creative question. They said, what about on Sukkot? This is Mamish. You take a Cholomite trip. You go from New York to Connecticut for a Cholomite trip. So what, do you take your Dalaminim with you? If the Mishnah Brewer was worried, you go on a day trip, you may not make fill in the next morning. What about your Dalaminim? Shouldn't you have to be worried about your Dalaminim? So I would give a very practical answer. It's way more annoying to bring your Dalaminim with you. 
They need to be in water. They need to be refrigerated. They may get stepped on on the whole of my trip. One of the kids will sit on it. I, I think it's much more complicated logistically to bring your dal and meet him. Um, Tefillin also does, right? Tefillin can also be a slight inconvenience, which is why I think most people don't bring it when... Tefillin could be a problem if left in extreme temperatures. could be a problem as well. Yeah, it's true. So he has this whole D in whether or not the Dalai Minim. So I was thinking, it's interesting, the Dalai Minim, many communities, there was only one set of Dalai Minim. It wasn't like everyone had a Dalai Minim like today. Today we have an abundance of Dalai Minim also. So everyone has four sets of Dalai Minim, and they have a lot. Back then there was one set of Dalai Minim, and everyone had to use it. So maybe you can argue it was less uh, availability then, more availability now. But it just, it's an interesting thing to think about. If you accept this Mishtabrura, then you should accept it for the Dalai Minim also. I didn't bring my Talos and Tefillin, I had a Cheshbon why I didn't bring it, but uh, many Akhwarim assume that this Mishnabur is not applicable with Zman They do bring down an interesting Eli Rabbi. The Eli Rabbi writes that you should bring another pair of Tzitzis with you. And that actually, I guess, makes sense. You know, Again, our Tzitzis are much sturdier and stronger today. But he has this Cheshash that maybe your Tzitzis will rip and you'll be stuck. You know, I can't just go to the swarm store, you're in the middle of, you know, uh, 287, whatever highway you're on, you can't just get Tzitzis. So he writes, you should have an extra pair of Tzitzis with you when you travel. Then some people say you should bring Svarim with you when you travel. You have to learn. I said, and we say it in the Kriya Shema. I don't know. I never asked him. I don't know. I never asked him. I don't know. So again, I think the Shaila comes up a lot. Especially, let's say, for example, you go to the mountains. I tell people go to the mountains. You do the mountains in one day. So again, maybe you'll tell me the mountains is not Chutzliya. Of course it's Chutzliya. I went Baltimore to show Chutzliya. Right? You, I left three states. Right? It's a different state. Right, so what, what constitutes chutzliyah? You tell me if I go from here to in New Jersey, it's not chutzliyah. I don't know. It's hard to know for sure. But it is such an interesting mishnah But again, the lashon of the mishnah he calls it yari shemayim. Okay, so people say I'm not such a yari shemayim, so I don't have to be machmed on it. But it is an interesting thing to think about when people travel, you know, especially in the summer or chalamay trips. You should think about whether or not a it's relevant for tefillin and b whether or not we're machmed on it for dalaminim. And Rambam Kanevsky assumes we're not machmed on it with regard to the dalaminim.